East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I of course am Les and this is my co-host. Mario Kiki, how are you Miss Leslie? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. It's been a hectic week as usual. You know, I always I say that every week. I'm just going to stop reflecting on the hecticness because it's every week something is happening in Bravo sphere and it's such a niche world that I always mm-hmm. look forward to getting together because I know that me, you and whoever listens to this is going to appreciate <laughs> everything we're recapping. Cuz I'm just like, so. "Oh my god." But um, I'm excited to hear about your trip because I heard that you are, you know, you're the East Coast gal, but you were in the West Coast this week. I was so I'm in the West. excited to hear about that. I hope nobody's triggered by your choices of establishment that you visited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I, oh my God. You know, I went to Schwartz and Sandy's and I was saying on Twitter that I was going <gasps> to support the other people that worked there. And they were like, how, oh, how righteous yeah. somebody said. And I was like, I was going to answer them and just be like, fuck off. But I said nothing instead. Like, oh, I can't go to those establishments now. No, don't you know you're perfect and you're expected to be perfect and you can never oh, go yeah. to. You know, what's funny is you're. You know what's hilarious is I'm glad that we both can look beyond the show because Mm -hmm. during season, my own experience with that is during season nine of Beverly Hills, which is the infamous puppy gate for those who have blocked it off their mind. (laughs) I went to um, West Hollywood and I went to pump and I went to like, I did the same thing you did Mm -hmm. and I shared my. I shared my pictures and the amount of people on Twitter that are like, you hypocrite and you troll and you, you went just to talk shit. And I didn't respond, but then I look back now and Lisa fucking Rinna replied to me and she goes, I think it's fabulous that you're supporting businesses. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh girl, like you are such a troll. Like I do it. So funny. That is so funny. I don't know. I don't, I think that it is fine. It is my choice to go to those restaurants if I want to. And it is nobody else's business. And I'm sorry, but if they were there, I think they would go too. So I don't believe them. And that's the thing. Like, and and now I know we have an outline, but I'm dying to know how was Schwartz and Sandy's? Was it really, I, I looked it up because, you know, we're journalists. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you that. And I saw that it's like in a... (laughs) It is I saw the location mall. is not mm-hmm. ideal. Yeah, it is like a strip mall. It is not ideal. But in the strip mall, I noted that there was a dry cleaners, um, a pizza parlor, and a pet supply store also. And next to the pet supply store was a pet supply store's grooming station, like wash your dog, like wash your own dog. So I didn't find, I mean, it's better than being, we have one shopping center here and it's near my house, but like on the other side of the, like the highway and it's a tattoo parlor, the marijuana doctor, a head shop, a pawn shop, now like a like a, a butcher open there, but and a check cashing store. Now that is a low budget shopping center. I mean, with all those things in it, it seems a little shady. This one I found, okay, I can deal with the pizza place and the dry cleaners. It wasn't 
It wasn't bad. They have a nice sign outside and it's far enough away. It's not like right on top of it. I just remember, or I think about the fact that they share the water supply and I'm just like, as long as the restaurant is using a clean water supply, then we're good. I had one of the towns I lived in, it was a car wash slash Chinese place. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I I can't, like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk a loofah (laughs) in my car. You know what I'm Or in my, in my, I'm gonna order a, yeah, I'm gonna order my chow mein and it's gonna come with a side of soap. I'm just like, um, I can't. That would be disgusting. Like, why is my fucking fried rice foamy? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, so, you know, the, the shopping center is fine. I mean, honestly, it took us so long to get there. We took an Uber because we were drinking, but we were staying in Santa Monica and we had to be there by seven. It Ooh. took us like an hour and a half. It, I've heard I, the traffic yeah, the there is absolutely insane, which it's... I know, but I didn't really think it would be that long. I've like, I figured, oh, this is wrong. Waze is lying to me. It won't take this long. No, if you've never, uh, yeah, LA traffic is its own universe. Like it's terrible. It's bad. It's bad. Did you try the food? What did you order? So we only ordered French fries because we were drinking. We we had eaten like in the hotel when we got to our hotel that afternoon. We had eaten, so we weren't that hungry. So we ordered French fries, which were good for French fries. You know, they were fine, but the menu was. Had some interesting things on it. People were eating. I could see what the other people were eating. It was a Friday night. It was seven o'clock and every table was taken and the bar was had people at it. It wasn't like it got busier as the night went on, but like it definitely wasn't deserted. Like people were coming, but I feel like most of the people Darren and I were discussing, are these people here because they live in the neighborhood and they're coming for dinner? Are these people here because they're like looky-loos? And I think it's because, yeah, looky loose. And for context, for context, you were there one day after they filmed the reunion. Is that right? Yes, I was. So I was so excited for Tom, somebody to walk in. Can I get a fucking PA? I I need a production assistant to walk in and be like, hey, I I was at the reunion. Because I heard that reunion was crazy. I heard that there was physical alter, almost a physical altercation. I mean, it, I was so excited uh, for the possibility, but on the other side, I'm like, well, because of the reunion, they're probably not going to want to go to there. They are not going to be there. I think if I would have been on in like the night before, like I thought the reunion was going to film on Friday. I mean, I had already had my plans to go on this trip a long time ago, but I was like, oh, this will be good if it films Friday. And then I have the reservations at Schwartz and Sandy's and I had one at Sir that night too at nine o'clock. So I saw clips of LVP at pump after she filmed the reunion. So um, there was people that said that she was there in her reunion dress, but I, you know, I wouldn't have gone up to her. I'm just um, scared, but I would have, you know, I would. I know, I know you would have. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I know you would have gone up to her, but I would have been like, Oh, I'm good. Um, How was sir? So, sir, I hate to say this. This was like, I think my fourth or fifth time at Sir, because every time I go to LA, I drag everybody there for like a drink or dinner or something. And the first time I went, it was, they all worked there then. It was right after Vanderpump Rules came out. Stassi was there. Like they were all there. They were all there actually working and it was packed in there. And most times that I've been, it's been, you know, on the busy side. This is nine o'clock on a Friday night. I had a dinner reservation. They go Mm -hmm. to seat us in the dining room. There's one table seated in the dining room, one table only. The rest of the restaurant is empty and they sit us right next to that table. Of course. And I was like, 
Darren and I look at each other. We're like, we got to go to the bar. We're not staying in here. Like, we have to leave. So we went and he got us a seat at the bar. And basically the bar was filled with, again, looky-loos. So we went into the bar and it was women waiting to take a picture with Peter, basically. Now, I didn't take Mm -hmm. one with him. He follows me on Twitter. He followed me first and then I followed him back. Hi. Um, And I could have been like, oh, hey, whatever. But I didn't. Instead, I tweeted him the next day that he was so nice to all of these women waiting to take pictures, which he was. He's very gracious. And he's like, it makes me feel good and it's good for business. So good for Peter. Good for Peter. Peter is that hair. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, good for Peter. He's I. Um, Well, you know. It's still exciting to be in the trenches and um it is. It's a shell of its former self, I'm sorry to say. Yeah. I have to I say mean, it. It just it's not the same there. The latest gossip is that Pump might be closing. So mm-hmm. um I've been to Pump and it's it's cute. Uh, yeah, I love I've been the, a couple times um, too. I like the ambiance of Pump and everything, but um the food was only okay. And I know I'm not a foodie by any chance. Like mm-hmm. I don't get like but but for those prices, you want to get yeah. an experience. Right. And I got an experience, which was probably just heartburn after the food. But it was um, it was okay. The waiters love the attention. Like, the waiters there are gorgeous, and I'm mm-hmm. a thirsty ass. Uh, <laughs> I will give it to them. But one of them was like, do you want to take a selfie? And I'm just like, okay. And so I okay. took a selfie. Right. With him. They're asking you. I was like, uh, he's like do you want to take a selfie because i was just like i told him i'm like oh my god everybody here is so gorgeous like yeah they do have a very beautiful wait staff there that is true at sir not so much anymore i was surprised like the girl who was waiting on us (laughs) the girl who came over to wait on us nothing wrong with her she looked fine it was the outfit like they used to wear those cute dresses or something she was wearing like lululemon leggings and a sir t-shirt that seemed weird to me how the mighty have fallen Yes, they have. Well, speaking speaking of LA, and since we're on that subject, mm-hmm. let's dive into some gossip related to our Pump Rules crew. My, um, I heard, and I don't know if you heard, but Sheena and Raquel settled, or not settled, but they had the whole restraining order, and mm-hmm. Sheena Shea's, Sheena Shea, uh, was alleged you know she said she said she was vindicated mm-hmm. because Raquel dropped the restraining order dismissal and right. she went on Twitter and she put justice served S-U-R <laughs> yes served. I saw that we love a how clever of her we love a pun we love a pun <laughs> um oh and then Brock god bless got a haircut I you know oh, yes he did yeah he is absolutely gorgeous I he looks adorable yeah I much better I know we you know, people don't like him because of his personal life. But when I saw that haircut, I was like, okay, you're forgiven. I forgive you. Um, he posted something on his story saying, sitting here waiting for court. And this is real. This is real people with real <laughs> problems in need of real services to help. In. And I'm like, okay, so it's fake. Then. Uh, say, say the word real again, bitch. Like, say oh the word real. Oh, my God. 
Um, the restraining order against Sheena was dismissed by Rachel. Um, Rachel's attorney explained that Sheena, or uh, explained why Rachel was not there. Mm-hmm. She said Sheena and her attorney were notified from the reunion to emails that Rachel mm-hmm. wasn't moving forward with the restraining order. The court was notified by Rachel's counsel that we were not attending and not moving forward, and we had filed the paperwork requested by the clerk, which is marked as received. Um, so I think I want to believe Sheena went just because she was trying to prove a point, but she also went just because she wanted to get some attention. Right. Um, so I, I don't like, you know, Rachel has made many mistakes, but one of the biggest offenses that she made was putting this restraining order before the reunion, because now you're coming out. Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. Now, now you have impacted the show, boo-boo. Like before, you can mess up whoever's relationship. But now, right. because of this fake restraining order, they had to film the, their segment separately. Yeah. This girl waits for the restraining or the reunion to stop filming and then drops the restraining order. But to me, it's like it proves how not smart she is. Because I know. If she, it's like a little bitch if thing she to wanted, do. <laughs> and furthermore... <laughs> She put the restraining order against Sheena. Like, why not against Ariana, the woman right. whose man you slept with? Like, if right. you wanted to be separated from anybody, why didn't you do that? To uh, but anyway, exactly. So, so yes, the reunion was impacted by this little stunt. Uh, they did film their segment separately. They had two seating charts released. Bravo did that, mm-hmm. um, and so it'll be. I mean, at this point, do you think they'll both be back next season? Um, well, I don't think Sheena is going to quietly go. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think that they should definitely have both of them back. I mean, why not? We deserve to see more drama. Yeah. Why not? What do you think? I mean, at this point, the show, I don't know if, like, nobody's going to want to film with them. Like, so that's why it's always... Oh, you crazy... mean Tom. You mean Tom and Rachel. I was thinking Sheena. No, I mean Sheena. Why? No, oh, yeah, yeah, oh. Sheena and Rachel. Like, do you think okay. they'll both be back next season? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If nobody's going to, I don't, I mean, they've been pretty shameless, even more shameless. Rachel mm-hmm. was seen leaving Tom Sandoval's home while Ariana was away, according to page six. And, right. Um, I mean, the, the nerve of that, her. That's crazy. That is that just at, over there. Doesn't Tom have a house? Or doesn't Rachel have a house? Like, where's she live at? Like, why, why can't, can't he, he go just... there? Oh, disgusting. And to me, I was just like, that is so gross. Like, at this point, mm-hmm. you're in her bed still. Like, I mean. Yep. I know. Oh, it was so icky. It's, and then It's so disrespectful. Just, you've already done enough. Could you just not have? I mean, that's so gross. It was a lot. And I saw that picture and I was like, girl, like, are you just are you trolling us on purpose now? Mm-hmm. Like, are you? Yeah, pretty much. Are you now you're just rubbing it in and she was filming. I mean, Ariana wasn't home. Um, and so she was filming her lifetime movie, but it's just been, but I'm just like, why doesn't Sandoval? Oh, anyway, they're gross. So wait, anyway, can we uh, talk about that lifetime movie for a minute? Cause of course, like I watch those when I'm like, have nothing else to watch. I didn't know she was acting and Trying out for movies. Yeah. When when she released her, or when they broke news that she was joining, I'm like, oh, she's an actress. Okay. Well, I I know. I remember she did some improv or something a while ago, but I don't, I don't remember her actually being an actress, but okay. Good for her though. 
Yeah. And I will I be mean, watching. The good, I was going to say the good part of this side of, I guess, if you want to be positive and find perspective, is that everybody's rooting for Ariana right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, unless she fucks it up somehow, then I think whatever she does and moves forward, people are going to be like, go, girl. Like, everybody's rooting for her and Katie's new, um, what are they doing? A sandwich shop? Or- the sandwich shop. Yeah. I forgot to go by to see where that was. I think it was, um, I don't know. It's like somewhere in West Hollywood by Sir, but I forgot about it. It was night by then. I didn't care. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm like we're good um yeah sandwiches i'm like okay well that's cute yeah. you know good for them but that's so been else? the pop rules gossip there was also lala saying that raquel and tom were once caught under the covers um yeah what was that I, about i was thinking like well where was this gossip in real time homegirl or so i know she was, i know yeah, so Lala was on Jeff Lewis's series uh, show, and mm-hmm. she revealed that she's seen, um, let's see, uh, she said she went crazy at the reunion, which is standard, um, and they talked about how she caught them, and she said, Tom, sh- she she did a lot of talking essentially I mean, which right. is more than what i'm doing right now i'm, I'm pausing right now because i'm <laughs> trying to process all this information i know it's but so according, much. according to lala she thinks that tom schwartz for sure knew what was going on between sandoval and rachel before everybody mm-hmm. else um she said you'll see this season during regular filming before cameras went up uh they she thought that they knew that they have gone crossed the line and that they're fucking each other but she didn't have any proof and because she didn't have any proof and she hasn't been very close to Ariana for a while, she instead gossiped to Sheena about it. And Sheena did ask Ariana and Rachel and she believed mm-hmm. that Sandoval. So they were suspecting some shit was going on before they started refilming and like, I guess, wow. got caught up. So, well, I don't blame uh, that. Was an if I didn't have proof, I wouldn't say anything either because you don't, you don't like mess up somebody's relationship if you have nothing to back it up. So... Yeah, concrete proof that... they're gonna get mad at you yeah you're the villain for you know gossiping about exactly exactly you know. so there was that what else there was that not safe uh or that nude video allegedly of rachel and she said that um lala said the only person that actually seen that was ariana because that's how rachel got caught so <laughs> i mean <laughs> in a i'm a play devil's advocate in a in a way i'm relief for rachel that nobody else saw that video because it's already mortifying that your nude video is out yeah, there yeah of your course will. of course so I'm, I'm glad nobody else saw that video but she's so um, stupid though i mean why are you sending that video she is and speaking of stupid and videos we're gonna pivot to the east coast because did you see alexia's husband's public apology oh yes i did <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got a good laugh. That deserves that a one. good Mario cackle because I yes. was guffawing <laughs> when I saw that video. I was like, no, what the hell did Dr. Nicole's man <laughs> threaten Alexia's man behind the scenes for him to go and record well, he like, himself? He's like defamed he, his company. He said, Anthony. 
please accept my sincere apologies for wrongly mentioning your company on TV in a derogatory way. Not only I have no right to mention your firm, I had no knowledge about the company. It was stupid and uncalled for. TV got the ugly out of me, and I'm really sorry. If that doesn't say, if you don't do this, I'm going to sue your ass. I don't know what else. He was forced to do that with a lawsuit pointed at his head. Not a gun, but a lawsuit. Don't play with Dr. Nicole's husband or Dr. Nicole because they got, you know, Jeff Bezos money. I would not want to be on their bad side either. And I mean, not that they're vindictive, evil people. They seem like lovely people. But I'm dying to know how Alexia feels about this apology because Alexia always refuses to apologize for anything. I know, me even too. When she's wrong. <laughs> she probably so, is not. There's probably a gag order. She's not allowed to say anything. Probably mortified. And I'm just like, oh, my God, can they do Larsa next? <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, my God. It'd be funny for, for calling her just somebody that puts people to sleep. What an idiot. Oh, my God. That was Sorry, still Larsa, embarrassing. But... Like, Larsa, that was such a reach. Like Ridiculous. And Nicole Nicole did comment on his post and said, happy to put this one behind us. I'm just like, girl, you know you happy because <laughs> you just made this man look like a complete fool. Like, right, of that's course. That's so embarrassing. I was so embarrassed for him. But Well, I do hope was... that'll come up next season. Oh, you know it is. I'm so excited to, for that to come up. Like, I'm yeah. just like, ooh. I mean, can we talk about this apology? Like, I would, I need Robin to make a cameo with her little portable speaker and be like, let's all listen to this again, shall <laughs> right. we? Exactly. All and right. so, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And so there was, um, did you see the Atlanta trailer? I did. Oh, boy. Because we are now, um, a new city is among us because Potomac mm-hmm. just finished and uh, Jersey's almost finishing up. So that means we're getting trailers for upcoming seasons. Atlanta and Orange County are the next in the queue here. Right. Um, but Atlanta season 15. <gasps> I was thinking season 15. We've been watching these women Crazy. for 15 years. Can you believe years. it? Oh. It is insane. It's like when your child, like, these are my kids, I guess, because I don't have any mm-hmm. kids. So I started thinking, wow, my baby is 15. It's like yep. a quinceanera season. No, I'm and i've been watching since episode one season one and me yeah me too and what's interesting is that they brought back in the trailer you see a cameo by kim zolziak and lisa Wu. and lisa and and if you if you don't know who deshaun snow is that's how i know you're a fake fan because i'm like "Mm." yeah she was the og boring housewife so um so boring that's the so boring it, like i knew at the reunion of season one when andy asked her a question and she just shrugged i'm like oh i know i know <laughs> like, yeah there was she... no coming back from that definitely not there is no coming back from that but the trailer looked interesting it looked looks good. good i love i love a crying candy because you know oh, me she's too. Mad. i love when candy threatens to beat someone's <clears> ass <throat> it's my favorite thing oh <laughs> it's so she good is and then it's it's hilarious because she's like five foot and but she don't play and oh no i love when in the trait in the trailer there's a scene where marlo tells candy go cry now and candy says the only reason i'm crying is because i can't fucking choke your ass <laughs> it's like, oh my god <laughs> love a fighting candy but yeah so the new trailer will be or the new season starts in may um it uh, it did end with the added footage of Drew's divorce. Um, so right. that's going to be an interesting, um, you know, now we're looking at this again, like through a different lens because mm-hmm. 
once once the show starts, we're going to be watching the show, obviously, but we're going to look at the cracks at Drew and Ralph because we know what's coming. So right. That's true. I so know. We, it's, it's like with Vanderpump Rules, you look at it with different eyes because you want to see. Like I found myself when I was watching this week looking in the background to see where Tom and Rachel were. Or how like he defended her so hard. And like, mm -hmm. I mean, you start to look for these little clues. And so yep. the new season premieres May 7th. We, of course, are going to watch and recap on this show and and related Atlanta gossip. And sadly, which is getting juicy, Eva from Atlanta filed mm -hmm. for divorce from her Michael from her husband, Michael, after five years. Mm -hmm. Um but like a day later, he replied and said, I am going to fight for my wife. I am going to fight for her Saw and that. tooth and nail. And I'm just sitting here like, oh, okay. Well, if that yeah. doesn't say I cheated on you, then my bad. It's, that's definitely what um, it is. That is definitely exactly. what it is. Exactly. I'm like. She is like, it's, you know, irrevo not irrevocable, but irreconcilable, but like irreparable, irreparable, not think of the word, irreparable. So definitely he cheated. I think that if I'm going to put my sleuth hat on, I think that he cheated. She reacted and filed for divorce. And now he's like, nope, let's fix this. I need to fix this. And so, which is really sad. I was rooting for, I, I mean, know. I like them, but I thought he was the only sweet. thing that he is sweet. And when I saw him, I think of Brandy Glanville calling him a mangina from season two of Girl Strip. <laughs> so... Oh my god, because he was at home with the kids or something, taking care of the kids. Apparently, I mean, you know, Miss Glanville has a whole little own lexicon of herself. But so yeah, so those have been the headlines this week. Um, it's been a, again another interesting week. We're gonna take a quick break, if you don't mind, and we'll be back with Joyzy and Pump Rules. We will be back. <laughs> Are you looking for an alternative to low-quality store-bought dog treats? I know I was because traditional dog treats are packed with fillers and preservatives, both of which are unhealthy for your dog. I started feeding my dogs fresh human-grade food and they could no longer tolerate any grocery store treats. So I decided to make my own and that's when Three Sisters Bakery was born. Our treats are all natural, organic, and filled with healthy, fresh ingredients for your best friend. Your bestie deserves so much better, so visit us on Instagram at Three Sisters Bakery One. We ship anywhere in the U.S. and deliver locally in Miami. It's easy to order; just send us a DM at Three Sisters Bakery One. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to East and West with Mario and Les. Uh, all right, hi. so we hi. We just got finished discussing the Bravo gossip of the week, and now we are going to take you into the last episode of New Jersey. Uh, okay, so we have, they're still at the Jersey Shore. Uh, Jackie is at the Gorgas house, and she tells the others that she thinks that Bill and Jennifer can't be together unless they're wasted, and she thinks that they are not, quote unquote, doing well. Uh, that seems to be what I think oh, as well. I agree with Jackie, but this is so out of character for her. You know what I mean? Like, she, usually she's like this. This is, I mean, listen, I'm torn because as a viewer, I appreciate it. But when it comes to, like, 
how we got to know her these last few seasons. I'm like, this is unlike you, but go ahead, keep going. Well, yeah, the same thing with the Danielle and her clothes came out of the hamper. Like, I don't feel like she would say that normally. I just don't like she's trying. Maybe she was, maybe when she was filming, she had some kind of inkling that she was going to be friend of. And so maybe she was trying to do the most, which really ended up not looking that good for her. Yeah, well, I mean, I did hear that Jackie, Danielle, Rachel, and the Fessler all filmed all season, not knowing if they were full-time or- Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. So Jackie's also not believing that Danielle and her brother are not conversating over being blocked (laughs) on Instagram. I mean, and we'll talk about her and Margaret in a second um, with that word. But um, they all kind of agree that there's more to the story. And I agree, too. But is it really their business at this point? I mean, they don't know her that well. Why does she have to tell them this right now? We don't know about Jackie and her sister, really. She just said that they didn't get along for, like, whatever reason. I don't think she gave a real reason. So why is she pushing this? because she needs something to talk about and for me it's like danielle was coming from a vulnerable place and because she was trying to relate to Teresa and melissa exactly don't be like the same problem right and now these girls are like oh we have something to talk about i know i know so anyway melissa is annoyed still that Teresa doesn't think her mom donna marco we'll call her donna marco from here on out Deserves to be at the wedding. Uh, Dolores doesn't understand why anyone would we- mess with the moms who should be off limits. I agree. Uh, Margaret lets them mm-hmm. know that Louie went looking for Donna to invite her. And Joe B says that he did that just to make himself look good. And Joe then talks about how happy he was for his sister in the beginning, but he thinks that Louie just plays the nice guy and then evolves into being a dick. Which I I think we saw a lot of this episode, and I think he calls Teresa out a lot. I was a little put off by some of the things that he did when he's talking with Melissa, which we'll also get to in a second. Um, Anyway, Rachel and John are concerned that there might be issues at the Fuda brunch. Oh, why? Why would they be concerned? I mean, what would make them think that? The Fessler feels like... (laughs) right. The Fessler feels like she got hit by a Mack truck being with this crew. And Rachel believes that Danielle is the link in the chain between the two sides. Uh, anyway, mm, back Danielle. At, yeah, what do you think? I think Rachel thinks that Danielle's playing both sides. But yeah. if anything, I think Rachel's playing both sides. But let's keep going. Yeah, I agree. I agree. God, I can't see. I really can't see. Uh, anyway, so... Back at Jen's house with Teresa, Louie, Danielle, and Nate, Jen is cooking, and Danielle mentions that the other ladies are talking about the authenticity of the story with her brother. Teresa thinks that Rachel has created this mess and deems her to be a shit starter. Danielle is now convinced that Marge truly does have an arsenal of ammunition, even though she doesn't know what how to spell arsenal, which she admits <laughs> she's the only one conversating, and no one else is owning up to spreading gossip. Um, first of all, Jen's house makes me laugh for some reason. I mean, I'm sure it's great. I don't know. It's I feel like she just I'm looking at the dishes on her table and there are those corningware dishes like my grandma used to have them. You buy them like in the grocery store. Like they just ha- remember when they used to have like displays, you could get like dishes like in a pack. I was laughing. So, you I feel know, like she just went there and everything was already there. Just moved in right as it was. And that's. That's what Jen said. And that's what kind of creeped me out because she said she kept everything, including like the blankets and stuff. And I'm like, listen, I, but 
I'm like, I'm not that bougie, but I need new sheets at least. If we're going to move towels, in somewhere, yeah. let's have and towels. And, and it, you know, I don't know if Teresa knew that because remember season one, Teresa's like, I don't want to live in somebody's old house. That's gross. No, and now no. she's like, um, I was shocked you know they were those staying sheets there, to be honest. And it's right on the shore, like it, right on the shore. So like, I feel like the noise is probably crazy there too. Oh, for sure. They show that view of how close they were. And I'm like, oh, oh my you know, it's God, noisy as hell. that's awful. But, you know, Jennifer Aiden is really loud herself. So she's going to give them some their money's worth at this point that's or give true. them a run for their money, I should say. This so, is true. But anyway. So anyway, Teresa shares that she kept her mouth shut about what caused the issues with her brother when the other ladies ask her. And she said that what it oh was, is, uh, Joe wanted to start a pizza oven business with her and Louie contributed 250000 and Joe contributed zero. But he wanted a 50% equity interest since the pizza oven was his idea. Louie then allegedly, allegedly lost the money he had invested. And it is crazy to both of us right because like all he did was create pizza create boxes. pizza boxes and the money that was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. i mean i'm very confused and i do agree with you we had discussed that um louis did like the idea for himself and wanted to remove joe from the venture but i don't understand how he lost the money i don't I understand how he money. lost the money and <clears throat> oh excuse me I don't understand how they he lost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Why he agreed to lose two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Um, everybody well, asked also, if they all talked yeah, about it. Louis, we all talked about it. Yeah, like I. But, he said no because he doesn't like to speak to people that deflect. Okay, so if you're having a problem with somebody, you're just gonna ignore it because they're gonna deflect. How does that help anything? And, and ignore two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Like, come on. I don't get it. I don't think he's as rich as Me he either. claims to be, to be honest. There's anyway, questions on Joe's side, he says that since it was Teresa and his idea that she jumped ship to appease Louie and his greedy ambition, Teresa shot photos with her girls for skinny pizza boxes. And Melissa concludes that <laughs> Teresa does not want to share the opportunity. Margaret has decided that Teresa puts barriers in place that cannot be overcome. And I agree with that. She makes these problems that ha there's no coming back from them. And uh, mm -hmm. Melissa also thinks Teresa is selfish and that Joey is on an island all by himself. I'm still confused why Joe thought he was entitled, Joe Gorga, why he was entitled to 50%. Like I, cause there was not one yeah. mention, like he mentioned something about like, if I wanted to put up $200,000, I'm like, no, you wouldn't have, first of all, you would have, cause you would have yeah. done it already. But right. secondly, I don't understand why he thought he wanted 200 or why he should get 50%. And so yeah. when he was re when he was telling his side and he said that Teresa called him and went off on him, like, well, did you put any money in? Which mm -hmm. to me, it's like, well, that's a fair question. It's like, why Makes should sense. you get 50%? 50% is a lot. Like, at I least start five with. Five was low, though. Five was low. Exactly. Like, uh, it's. Five is low, but. He could have negotiated. 50, come on. I know. So I, I saw. Lot. I saw. Um, mixed reactions on Twitter. People were on Melissa's side. People were on Teresa's side about this whole pizza venture. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on side. I need one of them off the show still because they're driving me crazy. But me too. let's keep going. So Rachel is having her brunch, her mermaid themed brunch 
with bone marrow shots. That that just sounds disgusting Ugh. to me. I'm not drinking bone marrow. That's bleh. uh I I the mermaid is definitely drunk. <laughs> They're all asking, sure. is she drunk? Uh, Dolores and Jackie talk about Jennifer being fragile and how she's upset over Bill's criticism of her parenting. I understand that. I mean, if you're at home taking care of the kids all day and your husband isn't, I mean, my husband always participates, but if he wasn't participating and then came home and decided to tell me he didn't like what I was doing, but then he wanted no part of it, I'd be pissed too. That's not normal. That's exactly. Uh, and then so. John Fuda asked Joe about Louis's Instagram video on forgiveness, which he filmed. With Cringe. Oh, God, he's so cringy. He's very cringe this episode. Uh, and Joe then wants to film their own version of this video about waxing John Fuda. Oh, my God, that poor I, guy. I don't know what it is about Louis and him with men recording videos. I mean, listen, normally I'm the demographic for that, but the content of those... <laughs> men videos i'm like, like this is so cringe it's very strange and we moved on a little too much or too fast from last season's video because i still want to know that was so weird what the that hell was that? So, so weird <laughs> i get the feeling they that he all... was just like a really angry person before this and he found whatever it was he found to like make him not so angry but I feel like it's almost like an act that he's having to put on to convince himself, not not even everybody else, no. just to convince himself so that he doesn't blow up. It's a little strange. I mean, if the one thing he's been consistently is like bright red. Like it's concerning at this point. Like you so are red, bright red. Sir. It's okay. He's very like, calm, but he walks around like a nightlight. I'm just like, oh my God, maybe Teresa likes the comfort of a nightlight next to her because she probably <laughs> lights up the room in its sleep and it's just so bright red. I'm like, oh my God, this is like the Kool-Aid man. This is like the Kool-Aid man in a good shape. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because Louis is right. in decent shape. Right. But he, he, I mean, he might as well burst through walls and be like, oh yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? Because the... <laughs> that man is red as hell. And I'm like, and I'm like, how is everybody not concerned about this man's skin? I know, nobody so, asked like, him about, oh like, his, maybe his, his blood is, pressure, something. Nobody. I'm like, it's so normal in the East, in Joyce that, because, I mean, listen, Teresa walks around orange as hell herself, so. Right. That's I mean, why they probably uh, don't notice. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, like everybody looks. To get red on her neck. Oh, God, yeah. When she was yelling uh, at Luann. I'm just. <laughs> I just, you know, I seen Louie in person at BravoCon and he, mm. I don't remember him looking that red, but maybe there was he a wasn't. lot of lights in his face. Yeah, or, he didn't look yeah, that red there. The, and I don't think he was angry there as far as I know. <laughs> oh, I know. As far as we know. Yeah, he's over here. He was following. Uh, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, but I didn't. I was, you know, I'm not Leslie. I don't approach them. You <laughs> approach them, which is I'm not there yet. I will get there one day. You but will. I was too, um, at the next BravoCon. I was too intimidated. We're in to the SVIP them. lounge. You will be approaching them. Yeah. I anyway. am going to approach them like I know them. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> you have to and tell them they look amazing and you love them so much. And then they're so nice to you. That's all. That's all they exactly. need is that little bit of bait. Anyway, so Danielle yeah, they, and they her it. non-existent brain are about to explode. Uh, Danielle pulls Marge aside so they can discuss the Arsenal comment. 
Danielle conveys that Rachel is trying to create a divide between them. Um, and Margaret thinks that it's bullshit that Tree and Jem would engage with her ex-friend Laura and find her to be a credible source. Um, and and yes, Marge called out Danielle, telling her that conversate is not a word. It's not a word. <laughs> Danielle apologized if repeating the comment upset Marge. And she does not feel that she and Rachel are on the same team anymore. And then I also have to say that she was also carrying her fake YSL for the hundredth time. And I think it's the only handbag she owns. And that's offensive to me. I'm like, the way you were triggered by the fake YSL is the way I'm triggered by the word conversate. That's why these oh notes, God. they conversate over and over and over because I hate when people I use know. the word conversate. But yeah. I think... Danielle, when she said that to Rachel, that Margaret has an arsenal of information, I think she was just being sarcastic and saying Margaret talks a lot of shit. Right. I I don't know why Rachel went and told Margaret. Like, I, oh, I mean, yes, this is a show and it's part of the show. Like, I try to suspend right. reality. But Rachel, like, Danielle was pissed. I don't look like mm -hmm. Danielle is, we know she's a new girl, but I don't want to piss her off too much because I think that. Even though she does, and we'll get there, she does end up storming out. But I think <sighs> she storms out because she she will like left like she'll swing like at she'll you. like that's hate the energy. You. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. like that's the I energy know. I get. Like she's smart Definitely. enough to be like, I ain't trying to punch no bitch in person. Like I'm not gonna right. punch nobody. Right, she knows when to go. For sure. Yeah. So let's. Uh, so then I did. It was so awkward when Margaret walked away, and Rachel tells Danielle, "Are we good?" And Danielle's like, mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> and she's like, you're not looking at me. You're not looking at me. She's like, she's like, we're good. I'm just like, oh God, there are not good. If anybody's not good right now is the bone marrow shots and the energy <laughs> between these two people right now. Right. Like, I am exactly. I know. So we have Dolores and she shares with Melissa that she is not going to stop living her life since Frank is having a little pity party for himself. She also lets her know what Teresa said about not inviting her family to the wedding. And Teresa and Louie are chatting with Fessler about the family drama. And they are defending their actions and acting like everyone else is out to get them. And I just have to say these two words, Mohal. A mountain out of a Mohal. 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 And... Poor Teresa. She was cold as a cucumber earlier this season, and now she's talking about molehills. And <laughs> these are just Teresa isms. She doesn't even realize she's so. We love them. Yeah, there's so she's many. So cute. We could, yeah, we could write like a little chapter of a book on Teresa isms. Um. And, anyway. Yeah. So Jackie, then Jackie gets messy. She pushes Danielle to share the rest of her brother's story, and Danielle will not accept that she has any responsibility for her family's issues. She's clearly not as tough as she claims and leaves the party with her tail between her legs. Margaret said she should reach out to Danielle's brother and sister-in-law to add to her arsenal. And I, I think she's being <laughs> facetious here, but, you know. Uh, uh, I wouldn't like put it past the Marge. At this. I'm like, Margaret, please do the dirty work and come on. I mean, everybody like already has the lowest. Like, Dan, what the, will we bring uh, them on the show next? Like the brother and his wife? Mm -hmm. And then it'll be like history repeating itself. That's very anyway, cyclical. Yeah. Teresa claims that she is the easiest person to deal with. But <laughs> come on now. 
Uh, she is exactly right, but only when it comes to with how Louie handles her. Teresa tells Jackie to shut the fuck up over defending Melissa for having daddy issues. I mean, I think I think Jackie was right to say something. That is so rude to say that about somebody who lost their father in a car crash. I mean, that's very insensitive. At 16, Melissa was 16. How sad when her dad I died. Know. And Teresa is like, it's true. And thinks that Melissa has a Do leash you know, on Joe. I I don't think Teresa made that assessment herself like I think that if Teresa ever thought that Melissa had daddy issues she would have said that 10 seasons ago when they first started arguing but Teresa is not um cerebral enough to come up with that assessment so surely her now husband said to you know this is what I see and I think your sister-in-law has daddy issues and so it it did seem like Teresa was not I don't think Louis said you need to say Melissa has daddy issues because it did mm-hmm. come off of Teresa's mouth very easily. It didn't right. sound rehearsed. Right. <laughs> but I don't think Teresa was the one that thought, you know, that put two and two together. Let's call no it what way. it is. Like, no she way. She would have said that years ago. Louis explained it to her. Exactly. I can see it now. Anyway. With the coloring so, book. Right. And besides the fact that uh, Teresa thinks that Joe's on a leash, well, so is she with Louis. I mean. She is. They're leashed up. Her. Exactly. Yeah. So Louis then decides he's going to pull Melissa aside to chat and he would like to hold her hand. <laughs> and I would be very grossed out if that were me. And I know that was you would be too. So gross. I mean, that's very. You strange. know, Melissa's hand. Melissa you know, Melissa's hand was red. <laughs> it, maybe it like. I'm like, get out. your. <laughs> I'm like, get your leaky ass red hand off of me. Like, come on. So they talk about Donna Marco and Melissa assures her that Donna is totally obsessed with him because he did have a conversation with her the night before at the party. And when he went to invite her to the wedding, um, she had no longer been there. But when he went to her to have the conversation, he told her it wasn't me. It wasn't me that didn't invite you. So this is what he does. He throws Teresa under the bus constantly, I feel like. And and then Teresa tries to join the conversation and Louis waves her away. Like she's a waitress. That was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. And then um, he tells her that she's ruining his moment with Melissa. But then yet Joe comes up to the table and he's like, oh, sit down. Sit down. Have a moment with us. And Louis Louis is definitely playing both sides at this point, which is unfortunate. But the real unfortunate side is that Teresa won't even notice. Like she She like I said, like she's a very. The very lovely woman, very nice person, but she doesn't have the critical thinking skills to put two and two together. <laughs> no, and he'll like she's not it gonna away she, anyway. Yeah, he'll exactly. He but it was so uncomfortable. Like he popped up in all his red glory and said, "Get away from me!" And I'm just yeah. like, "Oh my god, this was so awkward." Very condescending. Very, and she also thinks that Melissa Melissa wants to keep Joe at her side and alienate her his sister, Teresa, and uh, Jackie gets Mm. super fired up defending Melissa and Teresa lunges across the table and tells her to get out of her face. (laughs) Get out of my face. She wasn't even in her face, first of all. I know. She was like, I know. Teresa's not that sharp. Uh, Anyway, so Teresa's pretending that if Joe had called her and begged and asked her to invite Donna to the wedding, she would have agreed. Uh, Joe cannot get over the bridesmaid diss of Melissa and he asked Louie and Gia to intercede. Okay, but why? Why didn't he call Teresa then? 
These people, they keep doing mm. this to each other. And it's the same thing with Louie. No, I'm not going to talk to him about the $250,000 because he'll deflect. Well, it can't get solved unless you actually speak to each other. Uh, so Teresa expected blind loyalty from Melissa and expected her to have Tree and Louie's back last season and that she should have told Marge to shut the fuck up. And what Marge points out when Teresa's talking to her is that Melissa doesn't speak that way. And she doesn't. Like, I don't, I can't yeah. see her saying, shut the fuck up. Don't talk, you know, like, yeah. whatever. And when does, <gasps> when does Teresa ever stick up for Melissa? Exactly. Just, whatever. So anyway, Melissa can't give blind loyalty to her when Teresa's co-signing with Jennifer calling Joey a bitch boy. It's true. It's true. They flash back to that. Um, and they're both trying to be right. And it's exhausting. It really is. They're both calling each other out for the same damn thing. Melissa wants her to defend her. Teresa mm -hmm. wants Melissa to defend her. And I'm like, if y'all just realize that the biggest detriment to your relationship is this fucking TV show, yeah. that's when you're going to really, really fix it. But obviously Absolutely. they both don't want to get off the show. They both feel that they belong on the show. Right. Teresa has the the OG rank on her, so she feels it's her show. So mm -hmm. I just need them to get it to, like at this point, like Teresa gave an interview, I think earlier this week, where she said that she's completely done with her brother. That's like the tenth time she has said that. So for the love of Bravo gods, please do not bring both of them next season if this is what we're gonna do again because I can't like I, I at this point I know that they're like it's 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 too much. I can't take any more. Um, so then Teresa tells Joe that he must be unhappy in his marriage. That's so rude. Like she does what she accuses everybody else of doing all the time. Like such a hypocrite. Yeah. She believes this because Louie told her that Melissa is the problem and she should be bridging the gap between the two siblings. I'm sorry, but Melissa has tried and it is not her responsibility anymore. And she has washed her hands of it, I think. And that's fair enough for me. Uh, Joe mm -hmm. and Melissa decide to leave after this conversation since it goes nowhere. Louis shuts Tree down and tells her that she and her brother do not listen to each other. And Louis can't keep listening to this any longer. And he like throws her under the bus again there, like by telling her what she's saying isn't right. Like it just, I don't know. So he follows them out because he has to move his car and he is married. <laughs> he says he's marrying Teresa and first it's 31 days and then it's 28 days. So he's marrying her in 21 to... 28 to 31 days, give or take. Um, give or take. Teresa is done talking about Joe coming to her wedding. She wants him to be there if he wants to be a part of their future as a family. Uh, Louis has finally accomplished what he came to do, decimate any hope of reconciliation between these two. And the episode ends. Woo! And then we got the mid-season trailer, and we see that Teresa tearfully... Uh, tells people that her brother is not coming and you know Teresa doesn't really cry so to see her crying over her brother it's just so sad to me it was sad, it was sad. like I know I'm not, sad. I'm not I'm not defending anybody but that was sad I was like wow like it's mm -hmm. you're really gonna see the end of their relationship and even Dolores tells Melissa like listen if you don't go this mm -hmm. is it like you guys are not going to and Melissa's like oh well right I'm I like, know okay, well, I don't think Melissa cares yeah. anymore but if she wants to stay on the show she should care yeah we'll see we'll see all righty well, that was jersey this week. head back to los angeles no. for pump let's rules let's go back to the west coast let's go back to the west coast and pump rules okay 
All right. So this is the pump rules episode. I just realized I typed pump rules repap. <laughs> <laughs> repap. Oh no. Not a not a repap. I hate repaps. I used to, ooh, child. A repap is never a good thing, let me tell you. No. Um <laughs> the episode starts with James. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask don't tell the episode starts with james getting a visit from his dad uh they discuss a variety of relationships james's dad admits he's never saw james would ever marry rachel they talk about his relationships and he does see a future with james and ally which is what seems to plant that seed in james's head and james's dad is definitely a piece of work um, oh my god it's a little cringe yeah could he have been drunker yeah, that was a, in that scene it, it I could smell the alcohol through the TV. I know. It was just I very know. I much. Hungover. I was like, oh. <laughs> I know. I, I had to tell my boss, like, listen, I'm hungover from watching this episode, so I need to yes. come in late tomorrow. <laughs> we then go to another tasting at Schwartz and Dandy, since they need a, quote, upscale menu in the strip mall that Leslie told us about earlier. Uh, it has a pizza mall. place and dry <laughs> a lovely strip mall with a pizza place, dry cleaners, and a pet supply store with a dog washing station. I'm telling you, they share that water supply. Uh-uh, I'm not going to order anything. <laughs> I'm going to show up with my to-go bag. Um, their latest alleged opening date seems a little closer than the last one, but their to-do list keeps on growing because since they're going to Sheena's wedding... Uh, they say it's more pressure to get everything done quickly and Sandoval even jokes, I think, that Sheena should just move her wedding day to accommodate them better, which I'm <laughs> sure he was not kidding. No, probably not. Uh, we then see uh, Sandoval and Ariana. They're, uh, they go to the pool party. They believe after that pool party, sorry, uh, Schwartz believe that he has made amends with his ex Katie. He invites Katie to their tasting as an olive branch, and they all swoon over these corn dogs and croquettes because they need the doors, these restaurants open. Did I hear correctly and say that those were um, lobster corn dogs? Yes, I should have ordered one. I just wasn't hungry. The drinks are delicious. I was going to say, I'm glad you didn't order a lobster corn. I don't need a, I just want a regular corn dog. How about that? Like, don't yeah. be giving me your fancy LA nonsense, a lobster corn. No, give me a regular weenie <laughs> corn dog. Like, Y'all are messing up the classics, giving me a lobster corn dog. It's like, definitely uh-huh. small plates there. I did notice that when people were ordering. It's like more like oh. small plates. And everybody seemed to have fries finances. only on their table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Some fries are the classics. I don't, I don't, they were good. Yeah, there you go. Um, Ariana, Sheena, and Lala all seem to enjoy Allie. So they plan to include her more often, saying, you know, they all get together. Doesn't take long for the combo to turn to Rachel. Lala shares that Rachel tries to, quote, plan how the argument will go. And she says that Rachel short circuits when it doesn't go her way. It's cute to see Sheena defending Rachel, knowing what we know now. But, you know, Lala discusses that she's over Rachel's antics. She'll only hang out with her in in group settings, i.e. filming the show. Uh, to switch the subject, Ariana talks about an upcoming uh, alleged tea party at LVP's house. Uh, this tea party is actually Sheena's surprise bridal shower, but they need Sheena to get there without her finding out. Sheena cringes at the tea party concept, considering all the mess that tea parties have been <laughs> historically on the show. Brock was ripped to pieces, and so was Sheena. Uh, A scene that I did not expect coming was Lala meeting Sheena and Brock to discuss the wedding, but also to show us how far Lala and Brock have come. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brock clarifies to Lala that his baby mama has reached out to him. 
He's grateful for all of her shit talking in the past because it pushed him to fix everything. Lala then gets emotional talking about their past issues and admits she was out of line for calling him out of his lack of parenting. Uh, Brock really showed to me what a nice dude he is, especially mm -hmm. after all the shit Lala talked. And I think Lala then says that he is an amazing husband to Sheena and an amazing dad, and he treats Ocean like his own. It was a bit of a growing moment for Lala to say yes. that's not so black and white. And I, for her to say that at least, I'm like, good, because it's very easy for mm -hmm. an audience member like us to sit here and just say what we think based on hearsay and based on right. what you're showing mm -hmm. but it was nice i think lala had a nice little redeeming moment by owning her shit in a nice way you she know? evolves nicely normally you know she does some stupid things normally, and then yeah. she you know she evolves yeah she i mean i'm still upset at her for naming her daughter ocean but you know maybe oh my god wait i, I have to tell you something <laughs> so his brother <laughs> Okay, so his mom is, Leslie is uh, Randall's mom. She's in this Facebook group I'm in called Pinegrass Marketplace, which we, you know, like sell and buy things in the neighborhood because she lives in the neighborhood. And his brother, somebody told me that they're friends with her on Facebook. His brother has a daughter too, and her name is Harbor. What is it with these names? Ocean Harbor, and Harbor. We thought Ocean, Ocean was Harbor. so original or something. You know, it wasn't because he has a niece named Harbor. <laughs> See, I would name my daughter. At this point, I'm going to just name my kid Seaweed. Like, Let me go get your daughter Seaweed. Starfish. Come Star on, Starfish. Oh, no, Come on, Starfish. <laughs> we then get to LVP's Come house. To it's deck to the nines. LVP's house is decked to the nines, as always. That is a beautiful home. I would love yes, to is. just go to that house and just walk around and just smell everything. Um, the whole gang rolls into the tea party. The surprise shower sucks because there wasn't a lot of people there. So I don't know why there wasn't a lot of people there. We are treated to the world's cringiest welcome when they walk in. When Sheena walks in, they all start singing Good as Gold. And I was just as embarrassed as Sheena was looking. Um... <laughs> She saw, she admitted that she did see her sister's car, which gave it away. <laughs> but when they all sang good as gold, I was so embarrassed. Like, first of all, that's not even a, oh, anyway, I can't. It wasn't um, good. Yeah. Little James is there. He's going to use this bridal shower for many reasons. He's going to get drunk. And to continue to question why Allie is not invited to Sheena's wedding. Mm. James believed that his girlfriend was not invited because Rachel put her foot down. And he half jokes to Lala that he should ask her, his girlfriend to marry him in Mexico. The fuck you to Sheena and Brock. Much like their engagement <laughs> timeline. That's kind of funny. <laughs> LV, uh, LVP tells Sheena she's not going to be involved in the wedding. Considering her track record of attending successful weddings. Like Tom and Katie, Sheena's first wedding. Um, I just think LVP didn't want to go to Mexico. She's probably too busy. Definitely. Um, Sheena catches up with LVP. And while they're doing that, Rachel plops down by Schwartz. And their alleged flirting starts, according to James. Rachel has never learned the excess. Also, never learned the accessory <laughs> rule. Take one thing off before you leave the house. All those necklaces. That was, that was a, a lot. lot. That. I don't even think Rachel was really flirting with Schwartz. It just felt forced and it felt, they don't have a lot of chemistry. So it felt so forced. Think, <clears throat> when we get to the I bar, James we'll talk just, about that. Yeah. I think James just feels uncomfortable because that is his ex fiance. Of but. course. 
We then merge far away from LVP's castle and we see Katie gardening with Christina, discussing what would have been her six-year anniversary with Schwartz. Katie chose not to attend Sheena's shower since they don't like each other and she is unpacking a lot of strange emotions in her house as she sells her house to Sweet. Uh, luckily, the sandwich shop keeps her upbeat and she hopes the future will be bright. Back at the shower, we see Lala and LVP trying to talk some sense into James who says that if Brock can bring a child into this world, then so can he. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, James is an asshole, but that made me laugh. Like, I'm like, yeah, oh my God, like this guy funny. is being such a jerk right now for nothing. Like, yeah. but it was, I mean, I'm sorry. He makes me laugh. Like he's always made me laugh in the meanest way. I know, me you too. You know, mean, mean people like each other. And I don't know, he's, <laughs> even though he's an asshole, he's still likable. So I don't know. I know he really is. The Toms invite everyone back to Schwartz and Sandy's for an after party on their tub. Um, James says what we are all thinking. How many soft openings does this restaurant have and how are they not <laughs> open yet? Because, I mean, they've had a lot of soft openings and it's just a little embarrassing. I know, point, and tastings so. and enough. While we're at the bar, James corners Sheena and Brock. He is adamant that his girlfriend Ellie be invited. Sheena is en news Like, I spelled it how she said it and visualizing the seating chart and <laughs> visualizing and visualizing which is not a word <laughs> and she's visualizing the seating chart to see if they can fit Allie anywhere but brock essentially overrides sheena tells james to bring his girlfriend uh meanwhile rachel and schwartz have a cringy moment running around the restaurant like two morons <laughs> it was awkward is like why would they go into the bathroom on camera they like just they looked know ridiculous what they, were they looked ridiculous i mean mm. it was so forced i felt also and like just they oh my god and she just i never really liked her anyway and now of course i don't like her more but like she's she's so annoying okay all right i'm fine now it was <laughs> yeah i'm like we're good let me we're gonna get as red as louie in a little bit um <laughs> <laughs> they finally arrive in Mexico. They're ready to party. Uh, Katie is devastated to realize that her room is nowhere near Lala's. <laughs> Sheena had Katie moved to a different tower and blocked from the preferred club list. I was laughing because I'm That's like, funny. I don't blame Sheena. Like you're, <laughs> I'm like, Katie wants to go probably to film and get a free trip out of this. And Sheena's like, fine, then you just can't stay with us. I love how professional they are, though, at this point, because they just are pretending that they're on two separate trips. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. get a girl. Yeah. Back in the lobby, James is coming in drunk. Everyone disperses. Ariana and Katie get a FaceTime call from LVP that's going to change their lives. They are officially business owners. It's a yes. They got the place. They have a small celebration with some tequila. Watch out, Katie, because we know tequila, Katie. <laughs> tequila, Katie. Uh, it was a very sweet moment to see them get excited. It was. To see them, you know, get, yeah, so. And everybody um, seemed so I'm, excited for them, which was nice. Yeah, it felt authentic and genuine, so good yes. for them. Um, later that night, uh, awkwardly, Christina walks in with Sheena into the, or Christina walks into Sheena's welcome dinner, uninvited. Sheena is still holding a grudge from her first wedding because Christina and Stassi, shout out to Stassi, picked on every detail. They even went as far as calling Sheena's first wedding dress a trashy quinceañera outfit. And since Sheena is half Mexican, she took offense to that. But I, as a full Mexican, feel qualified to opine that, yes, her dress definitely resembled a trashy quinceañera dress. Like, I mean, come on. 
I saw that and I'm like, okay, Stassi has a point. Like, you know, sometimes she, I agree. Some, sometimes she's right. It was not cute. And um, I, by the way, I didn't even realize Sheena was half Mexican. This whole uh, have we ever I had no before? idea. Like, no, no, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, first of all, I want to know. I mean, I'm assuming I want to know where Sheena's name came from then because I can't even spell Sheena on a good day. So I know I want to know what like because, you know, my people anyway, let me not get into that category. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we get an off camera moment at dinner in the airport. One of Brock's drunken friends greeted James with an annoying drunk hug. And instead of brushing him off or ignoring him, James, quote, body checked him. Now, first of all, having read in an elevator with Mr. James at BravoCon, I don't know what damage that would have done because he's like <laughs> six to six to a hundred pounds. Yeah, like, like a toothpick. It would have been yeah. Would have been like an ironing board falling on you. Like I'm just like okay, get off me. Um, but James sits down for dinner. He leans over to his girlfriend Allie to yell talk this issue, and before. To talk about what happened and ariana does not like the tone of james's voice uh mm -hmm. lala jumps in to let james know that he has to take it down a couple hundred notches but james loses it when lala calls him out for shoving a guy to the ground james starts getting yelled at by ariana and lala his girlfriend sister mortified a situation that Rachel remembers, but not fondly. <laughs> James continues to push the issue so much that Ariana raises her voice at him. She tells James that she has had enough of his of his shit and she is done. And as it turns out, his girlfriend Allie is also done. She gets up and walks away from the table, overwhelmed by everything. Mm. And I'm she looked mortified that this was happening. She gets up and leaves and we get it to be continued. I honestly, like I keep, Maybe I relate to Rachel because we're both whores. I don't know. Um, but when Rachel was having that moment of reflection of like, uh -huh. oh, my God. I think we've all been there when we're like, oh, my God, that could have been me. Like, whether right. it's an ex-friend, ex-boyfriend, ex-whatever. When you when you see the shit they're still doing, you're like, oh, glad Thank that's not God. me anymore. Yeah, you're like, I dodged a bullet. And you know what? I think Ariana's going to have that moment when Rachel and Sandoval go to shit because oh yeah, they're not going to they're not going to be happily ever after like this. No, they're know. not. They're definitely and, not. But she oh, will be. I think exactly. I mean, Ariana's Ariana's going to. She deserves a happy ending. We did get it to be continued. Um, yes. The wedding is next week, and you know, Pump Rules has been a mass improvement over last season, but. Like I said before, we are being hovered by the scandal. Or I, I was so proud of myself. I called it a scum duval. <laughs> Scunzaval. Scum. Scum. Oh, so scum we'll, yeah, scum. Like what a scum. Tom scum duval. Tom so, so we'll see. I mean, I don't know how many more episodes we have left. I know they filmed the reunion super early to get everything in real time. So right. it's a. Uh, they switched the timeline on us. So now I don't know exactly yeah. how many episodes we have left. Um, I'm thinking we have at least five more. Because, Definitely like five, I think. Because if Atlanta premieres in May, so they don't want to. Mm -hmm. But then I'm just curious now, when is the Orange County trailer dropping then? Or when is Orange County coming? Because I don't know. Tam, my girl Tamara Judge said that they stopped filming in November. And oh. it's now april today as of today it's april so atlanta's not filming May? in february 
Yeah, maybe Atlanta late May. Atlanta stopped filming in February. So, yeah, I mean, we'll probably get it over the summer at this point. So maybe they'll premiere the trailer after Pump Rules is dying yeah, down. Definitely. But um, what else? And I think yeah, I, uh, I get the feeling that also Orange County is going to be on on Wednesday nights. Yeah, definitely. Probably. After once Jersey's starting to finally die down, then we'll start getting some Orange County. I know that right. Beverly Hills is filming. We saw yes. all those cameos on Beverly Hills. Um, we Sorry, but all those cameos <clears throat> don't equal one Lisa Rinna, but go ahead. Ah! <laughs> it was, well, it's interesting. And they are, they are becoming like the crossover city because Beverly Hills has cameos from Meredith Marks from Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. Megan, who we have not even heard from in years. Megan from Orange County was there. Yeah. And those are just the crossovers, but Cynthia Bailey was there. And then as far as old wives, we have Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, wow. Um, Denise Richards, uh, Camille Grammer. I mean, they're bringing all the stops in, and I don't know if they're doing it because of Rinna not mm-hmm. being there to start some shit or to make the interest the season interesting. I don't know, but it's not. Oh yeah, and how could I forget? Kim Richards is back in the fray, so I don't oh, yeah. know what's happening. We haven't heard anything. The only thing I'm praying is that Beverly Hills doesn't fixate on one topic and focus on because right. they do that every fucking season. Every time. One, person right exactly yes we do know kathy hilton has not filmed yet i did read that she hasn't filmed and kim is taking it day by day apparently so i don't care i'd rather kim than kathy this point me too kathy i'm over kathy at this point kathy can just not come exactly And so you guys, what, um, we know that Ultimate Girls Trip is airing on Peacock and there have been four episodes so far. And as usual, Peacock puts out the first three and then they do it week by week. So we are going to have a bonus episode this week uh, recapping one through four because we felt they needed their own time and not just be consolidated into one little recap for all four episodes. So uh, look for us later in the week too for a new episode. Absolutely. And real quick, I am, I didn't realize how much I miss Portia Williams or what's oh, her new last too. name? I know Portia. I, I don't know. Portia G. Um, I just missed her so much and I can't wait to talk about Girl Strip with you, but Portia has been cracking me up so oh, hard. Me too. And me too. She's the best. So it's, it's been a good season. So yes, we'll definitely come back and recap the first four and then we'll add it to the rotation once we get those weekly drops. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's been a, and I always say this, but Miss Leslie, I love talking to you. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, I know, as usual. So we hope you guys have a great rest of your week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. And we will exactly. see you next time. All right. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Bye.